welcome to Around the Breakfast Table with uh, Waffles Maple Syrup, and our whole crew is here. Um, we are super excited to talk to you guys today about Starfinder, about this brand new Starfinder campaign, Journeys Adrift. So Journeys Adrift is our uh, canonical jump from our Time Has Passed campaign which was Pathfinder 2E, to now Journeys Adrift, which is going to be our Starfinder campaign. Uh, the Gap is brought about in a in-story way, and if you don't know much about what The Gap is, it's this indiscriminate number of years between Fantasy Pathfinder and Starfinder, where there's spaceships and space travel and different planets and everything. So all that's brought by in a canonical way from the end of Time is Past campaign, which leads us up to where we start this one in our next episode. But first, we'll be kind of shooting you around to each of the players. Yeah, and no one will ever know that that was Waffles talking. Don't tell them. My name's Carrick. <laughs> no, why? We fired Waffles <laughs> as our DM. That's Waffles, our DM, yes. <laughs> I'm Waffles, the GM that came up with the whole story and all I'm of that syrup. good stuff since I, since I just said it. I guess I'm Verso. And I am Waffles. SM is that how for Space Master. Did we mention that this was a homebrew all from your brain? I don't know if we said that. No, I don't have a brain. I'm Carrot. Boom, no stick. Are we making this as confusing as possible? We, we, we really right do now? like each other, <laughs> audience. Leave. We really do. <laughs> we can shoot to whoever else is next. Uh, I guess I'll start. Uh, I'm Mystic. I'm going to play Aizentosha, the Tempest Blade Soldier. Uh, he is a shimmerine, uh, which is basically a giant rock crystal person, uh, powered by the intrinsic nature of a storm. That's not epic at all. Yeah, the, my favorite <laughs> way to remember that is every time you say it, I'm like, oh, so he's shimmering, and he's yeah, a rock. Yeah, nice. He's he is shimmering. Just you're a geodude, so is what you're basically saying. Galarian <laughs> geodude. Beautiful. You're a dude legs, who though. is a geode. He, he's, he's, he's whatever the third evolution a of grabber. a geodude is. Are shimmerings born with the storm in them, or do they, like, acquire storm? They get, do they they get forged. Into no, they get, they get literally forged. Like, they have a template for people, and they pour molten elements of themselves to make new shimmerings. We, we were talking about how we were I'm going to so basically excited. travel around with him collecting rocks from other of his kin to make a baby like basically was going to be collecting his baby <laughs> oh, man buy me a drink first <laughs> <laughs> but all of all of this is going to be one-upped by probably the best character ever created okay i guess that's me oh no oh no <laughs> we, we talk oh, about shit. me here oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i think i think you're uh I think you're next up the one with no foundation haha <laughs> All right, hello, my name's Varso. I'm uh, playing Dr. Len Azoff-Zen, uh, the Cyphozoan biohacker from the planet Primoria. I'll be referring to him only as Dr. Len, because that name is really long, and I'm not going to pretend to remember it. But he is pretty much a giant seven-foot-tall walking jellyfish with a gun. And the, the whole concept, you know, is shooting people full of good or bad medicine to either help or kill them. Really, really good stuff. Here. Does he actually walk? Uh, he, yeah, he, he walks. He has... He has four jellyfish legs that are in a pair of pants. He wears them like you think. I just thought the pants were cosmetic. I didn't think the he pants actually are walked. cosmetic, but he doesn't hover. Why would he? Doesn't hover? it constrict him? What do you mean? You're a fucking jellyfish. Four legs and two pants. Like, no, no, he's not you... wearing two pairs of pants. How he's got walk? a pair of pants that has four legs in it. They're custom tailored. 
Is it just, is it, is it pants or is it a skirt? No, it's not a skirt. It's pants with the four legs in it. If you took a jellyfish out of water and put it like on land with <laughs> gravity, it would also have to walk or die. It, I'm it just, just saying like, flying. I thought it just, look, this is magic land in space. I just assumed you had <laughs> no, like a float bladder. Science. science. You're dumb. <laughs> Hard scientific facts. He went to college yes. to be called a doctor and learn how to walk. Yeah, I did not get my <laughs> medical license to be told I can't walk, Carrick. So <laughs> what does he actually have a doctorate in? He he does. Is it medicine? Far, uh, pharmaceuticals? Uh, uh, questions at the end? Qu- questions at the end? <laughs> I'm not a doctor. But Len, Neither is your character. Trust that guy. Trust that would you, guy. Would you like to roll a uh, a Lord Doctor check to see what you have? To see what you have a Doctor in? Uh, natural one. I uh, lost my degree. I feel like he went to the same split uh, place Doctor Doofenshmirtz went to. I cannot say that name. <laughs> oh my God, Doofenshmirtz the incorporated. There we go. Um, but you know, speaking of trusting people i think there's no one more more trustworthy than emo boy over here with the faceplate <laughs> i thought you said emo. oh yeah me too I'm like, yeah. Yeah, kind of that out. and that well i mean you'll well we'll He's see how trustworthy setting. he really is but hey i'm uh i'm cooper i'm playing uh moat who is a gray who rather intriguingly actually does emote and cares about being any sort of emotional and uh, yeah, he's a mechanic who very much so likes to focus on whatever fancies him at the time. That could be taking something from someone like a prosthetic limb or, uh, you know, finding a way to hack into a space station and do something fun. But uh, Give me we'll see leg. how trustworthy he actually is. Yes, very much. There's going to be, there might be some of that. I'm n- no guarantee, no promises. I'm going to, I'm going to trust the jellyfish more, which is saying something. What's that supposed <laughs> to be? What, you graze. don't trust someone who doesn't show his face? Like, come Dude, on. I trust, I trust you. And just because I don't have a face, you don't trust me? <laughs> Typical. <laughs> These people. This has got so very wrong. Or uh, so very no, right. But, but greys, if you're not familiar with Starfinder, greys are literally like, They'll when probe, you picture yeah. aliens from Earth. Like what OG aliens look like. E. That's what greys oh, are, yeah. right? Yeah, basically they are. They are the ET. They are the uh, very generic looking alien that uh, you would expect to probe you at any given time because that's what they're actually <laughs> known for: probing people and stuff like that. But that's uh, what I'm hoping for, canon? maybe. Yeah, in canon, like in Starfinder yeah, canon, canon, they, they oh, actually should we be on probe guard people. for getting probed or? Oh, not for no. <laughs> Probably. I think they literally say, don't they, that like uh, other races hate your race the most because they so actively and without like any warning probe people. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah. yeah. It's Sunday. I'm gonna be you know so safe in this group. <laughs> Look, he's not like other greys. Come on. Yeah, I won't. I won't paint you in a box. A little gray box. It's fine. I'll put you in a box. Just depends <laughs> on what the it box. Got to be gray. <laughs> it's probably not gonna probe you. Why are there fifty shades? Look, don't question my ass. Oh. oh, why? That's the probing. That's when the probing comes in. <laughs> don't get Jamie. No, no, get no, in no. the probe box! So, who can save us all from these people? Like, is there any, like, somebody big and and scary? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean... Okay, never mind. Wow, transitions. Uh, yeah, that, that, no, that was that, a good one. That was rough. <laughs> I tried, okay. hope you didn't, like, strain your arm reaching for that. Wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, Carrick, is there anybody normal? <laughs> Maybe not normal. Not not normal, but 
Sure, sure. I'm Carrick. I'm playing Tetsu, a homebrewed Kenobo android race, uh, something that Waffles and I worked on that we'll see play out as, as we go. I'm playing a Vanguard, which is a very interesting class that we'll talk about. The Kenobo part, like what... What is that race for people that aren't familiar? For the Kenobo is basically a spiritual hobgoblin type creature that typically travels around with hobgoblins spreading war and destruction across uh, the stars. But they look like samurais, right? Uh, no, so Kenobo <laughs> look like they can be multiple different races, like they don't have to look hobgoblin esque they just typically do because that's typically where they manifest aren't they part hobgoblin part like spirit fiend oni i think that's so cool. oni? what the heck i thought oni yeah that's why where the samurai came from yeah no i'm, I'm mixing stuff up because it there's a lot of blurring with this race yeah the the <laughs> oni sorry are the more the kenobo are basically offshoots of oni which are the spiritual things i was talking about and hobgoblins they create the kenobo Interesting. When an Oni and a Hobgoblin love each other very much, you know. They're, they're Oni Hobgoblin half-elves, is what they <laughs> Yeah, essentially. Oh, Basically, yeah, you're not wrong. So, so far, rock, jellyfish, rock, paper, alien, <laughs> Oni, and then, and then Oni. Uh, I'm scared. I'm scared if this troop were to walk into a bar, like, everyone would, would scream and run. <laughs> I mean, don't forget it, Starfinder, like... Oh, it is? I do, I do have to remember, though, that, like, in... It, this is Starfinder. Starfinder it's not necessarily... Like, I don't know how strange it actually is. Well, weirdly enough, in Nethys, the, the, like, normal races for Starfinder are up at the top, and, like... Yeah. Elves and stuff are All not listed there. Like, right, they came in second books. Under other races. Right, they... they they weren't there until like so they were like originally yeah. then so like when starfinder was released core races android human kasata lashunta shirin vesk yasoki so it's literally human android and five like major alien people like rat people and rock people so what you're really saying is when we first started this and we were like holy shit we're going to play starfinder waffles was like yeah but you know, not everybody could be really weird races. <laughs> and then we did. No, no, no. He and said from not everything everybody. Everything I just heard from everything I just heard, I'm the only one playing a core race. Yes. No, no, no. Waff That's Waffle true. said. Waffle said not everybody should be some weird non-humanoidy race. Like a jelly. Yeah. I, I, did, I didn't want everyone. I didn't want everyone to be like a pile a of mold with a gun or a jellyfish with a gun. <laughs> Wait, can you be a pile of mold? What? Yeah, I'm sure you can. Calm down. Honestly. That's awesome. <laughs> well, well, luckily we only have Sentient one. Amoeba. Yeah, a sentient amoeba, uh, an uplifted bear. Like Th that's no. somewhat yeah. normal. That, the bear an uplifted awesome. bear nope. is somewhat normal. Rocket wreck. Nothing about bear the character creation is normal. <laughs> that's true. Um, I was thinking awakened bear, but I uh, I went with Kasatha. So, hi, I'm Syrup, and I am playing Zehavumti, a Kasatha Technomancer, um, and I'm super excited to play Technomancer, honestly, but uh, that's just because magic and science. Let's go. Yeah, both put cool. together and mixed in, right? Yeah, which is going to be interesting, because... I'm not, like, I have been a fantasy person for a really long time. Like, since I was a kid, fantasy was all I read. 
And I didn't read all that much sci-fi, some mixed in, but like to really deep dive into a sci-fi scene was so different and so exciting. So I don't I don't know if I copped out by going half magic, half science, to like have a home base, but I'm actually really like that wasn't my goal. I'm just really curious to see how in Starfinder they mixed the two. Mm-hmm. Like I want to hack Been into nice. stuff. <laughs> I looked at it. It they definitely they definitely blended a lot. Yeah. Are you prepared yeah, for us really to butcher cool. your name or call you Z the entire time? Are you prepared for that? <laughs> I already have a lot of like nicknames ready to go for y'all. Not that not that <laughs> not that she would actually like ever say that in canon, but me, Syrup, I'm cool with some nicknames. I was thinking mostly Vumi, but But she would not be okay with it. Try and get nicknames to stick and just have us butcher them, because that would be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nope. Her name is Zeha Vumti, and she will not have it any other way. Well, she will. She just won't I have mean, a choice. <laughs> if I have anything to say about it, which I don't. <laughs> I mean, but that's right. Tetsu that's will nice really try, that. but... That's fair. That's Z sweet. might be as all he'll be able to say in in length. I'll I'll get you a gold star, and it says you tried in Comic Sans. <laughs> <laughs> I want one of those. Wear it. Oh man, we're in space, and they still have Comic Sans. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, well, everything they be, gotten this far. That's about the it. horror of space. <laughs> everything is in Comic Sans or Helvetica. That's gonna be Moat's faceplate. It's gonna be all Comic Sans. Oh my god. Wait, wait, with the occasional papyrus? Yeah, yeah, papyrus. <laughs> something has to be in papyrus. There has to be a yeah, shop that does, like, I will cry. I will, I will hack into your faceplate, Moat, and I will t- delete the font. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'd love that if you had, like, a font cache and it just keeps getting deleted to the worst fonts. <laughs> I'll give you, um, whenever you try to emote, but it's windings, <laughs> instead, <laughs> just glitches. <laughs> 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 if if Mo gets hit hard uh, enough, I want his like emote screen to just go like four oh four mode or something, like or just like yeah. wing dings and stuff like that. Static flashing yeah. lights. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm really interested in finding a way to uh speak in wingdings, uh to try and make that a thing. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> yes, I speak fluent wingding. If if you do that too often, Eisen will definitely see it as a glitch and just be like, maybe if I hit it, it will go back to normal. Just bonk you on the head. <laughs> just like an old, I mean, he, does, like he is television. a rock shimmering with electric energy, right? Mm-hmm. He can just like supercharge it. Just, just oh, I'm sure I'd, I'm sure I'd insulate it well enough. That is actually a cool oh, ability that my race has. I can take oh. additional damage Seriously? to then like absorb whatever energy attack it is and then shoot it back as an additional attack as part of my thing. So you can power what my I'm, batteries. What I'm looking yeah, forward yeah, to yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a Kasatha, Kasatha's the race is like really um based on tradition. Uh so so they're really based on tradition and they build their own each person in the race like builds their own set of traditions to, to to live by basically like it's a weird combination of like establishing what you want and and living off of tradition and so one of the things that they do is that they go around and they learn from other races and f- learn about like what other races do and what their traditions are to like kind of pick and cherry pick the best ones that they want to pull from so i'm i'm looking forward to like trying to understand all of you guys's weird quirks and trying to understand what is your personality and what's your race <laughs> like what is what here is it tradition if you don't follow it or, or if you change it and like it's a matriarchal society that they're raised as kids to a certain point and then they have this what's it called this like year-long trial um pilgrimage 
it's kind of like a trial. They have a they have a word for it, and I can pull it up here in a second. But it's it's basically they go and they get sent out to the world alone to like establish themselves and learn from other races and learn from all this stuff to decide like what they want for themselves, and then they establish themselves and. After that, that's right. it. <laughs> it, it. It's basically the Amish, right? It's that Amish tradition. Yeah, yeah. they have. Yep, yep. That's kind of similar. Yep. yep. I'm trying so to you're see playing what it's called. <laughs> oh boy! Wow. Oh boy! <laughs> Didn't think about that, did you? It's called the tempering. It's called the tempering. Ooh, that sounds so. Yeah, metal. each, each cool. Kasatha cool. follows a unique set of traditions, combining common rituals with new ones that she creates. She gains more and more traditions over a lifetime so that the oldest Kasathas spend much of their time honoring the past. So that's how they, like, it's, it has to go with your age and, and how far you are, like, traditional. But it is a very tradition-focused race. Which I'm looking forward to getting you to have horrible traditions that you have to follow later in life. <laughs> <laughs> Just be the worst influences. I think she's already doing a lot to break from the mold herself, so... <laughs> It'll be interesting. Let's start sure. this human tradition of every time you wake up, you take two shots and then down a beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> time to honor the past. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to like, Grandmama, why do you only drink tequila? <laughs> Straight tequila, kids. Yeah, Grandma gets <laughs> fucked up on bourbon. <laughs> Grandma's just honoring the past, kiddo. <laughs> so, or one for the That'll homies. That'll be my excuse for everything. I, I, I feel like that's your racial excuse, right? If it's anything that's annoying, yeah. it's just, it's tradition, honey. One of my favorite things is that because of this, though, like, they want to know so much about other, other cultures, but they are very tight-lipped about their own. Like, they won't say shit about themselves, so it's they just come off really aloof. Like, I'm gonna grill you for all your questions, but I ain't telling you shit. <laughs> oh my god, I can't <laughs> wait to fill your character's head with completely incorrect traditions about greys. Oh, Aizen will do the exact same thing. We say hello oh, by probing. <laughs> uh, if anyone has watched uh, WandaVision. <laughs> yeah. I'm honoring the past, son. I'm honoring the So I'm actually playing her as, as someone who, like, is from her tribe. Like, she's not, it, it's not one of those things where it's like, I am a, a exception to the race type of a deal. Like, how are you guys doing it for yourselves? Out of curiosity. Well, I'm a whole oh, I'm 100% an exception. Yeah. Aizen is very traditional. Like, the Shimmerine are very interesting because they have no need for industry because they run off everything from the primal storms of their planet. So they have no need for, like, industrial work. So they're either all warriors or, like, artisans and per performers. So they're, they are all based around, like, being like, similar to yours that they have a very strong traditional sense, right? And they have a lot of free time on their hands. I'm very curious for how our two characters are going to interact yeah. specifically. Yeah, that's interesting because the the Cyphozoans are like the exact opposite because they're like society bonds are very weak and are just like very practical and don't really care about that stuff. Like uh, their homeworld is kind of ruled by a bunch of super powerful corporations and stuff. Wait, seriously? So <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah. So like that that'll be interesting. How like I have no traditions whatsoever. I'm just a jellyfish with a gun. <laughs> with a corporate gun. I'm sensing a theme. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme. It's a corporate sponsored gun. Oh, like like in Borderlands, where it's just landing <laughs> <laughs> corporate. I just imagine the gel the jellyfish is literally just a Borderlands character. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yes. yes. I think that's what it is. Let me just go to the gun vending machine and pick my. Uh, <laughs> Corporation sponsor. Hold on, I need to refill my syringes. 
I mean, my character is oh, basically God. a character out of heavy metal, so, you know. <laughs> That's they, a good point. Yeah, I can see him yeah. on, like, a heavy metal cover, like, the new Metallica. <laughs> exactly. Heart of the Storm. <laughs> exactly. He's basically... No! Uh, imagine the oh, side boy. of an 80s van, and you've got my character's homeworld, right? One of my favorite things about Starfire I've ever been thinking about is, like, when you guys are doing stuff, so, like, if you're blacksmithing or, if, like, if you're a pilot or whatever, your character probably, like, listens to music. Because they have that. Yeah, now. it's gonna be nice. Like you can literally, you can literally yeah. turn on music in a stereo or something. You and I just can't wait to hear the, uh, wait, the shimmering metal going off in the background. <laughs> well, that's like that's something that I'm honestly having a hard time wrapping my brain around. Like I'm, I'm so excited to go into sci-fi and to go into Starfinder, but I know I'm, I'm gonna like not think about things. Like there's just so many new opportunities. Can we go to the nearest tavern? Uh, yeah, pull it up on your GPS. Yeah. I'm looking for. That, I'm gonna love that. Having a smartphone, ha- having people with like, like the ability to contact things and have a news system is gonna be great. I am a smartphone. And transferring right. credits mm. digitally, like you can get paid when you're not. You don't have to go back to get paid. You can just Man, have to I have to start account. gathering information about this Guys, place. I'm just your Google ADM. it, bro. Shut up. <laughs> just, just if you need We're to recharge your, your your phone, just plug it into me. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think I will, but oh God, thank you. Oh God. So, so Waffles, are you building here. a social media competitor? Mode is like, yes, I will plug my phone into you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is my this phone. This is a great tradition. Uh, I bend over. I gotta charge my yeah. phone. <laughs> it's gotta be charged, yeah. <laughs> what, oh God. what did you say, Mystic? Because we, are, we live in the modern times, and this is in the future, does uh, Starfinder have a social media? It's almost guaranteed. What would Twitter be called in space? Yeah, it's not like it's not like Twitter for sure, but like there, there's definitely going to be like news channels and that kind of stuff. Shimmer. I, I, I kind of the way I'm imagining it, and I haven't done my full research yet. I plan to do it, but the way I'm imagining it currently is it's kind of like 1960s in terms of news and media and that kind of stuff. Like there's probably four to five major competitors with each other and they all rush to the nearest story uh but like there's no super twitter or anything and like if 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 you guys get caught up in a pol- police scandal for some reason it's not going to be on right. the internet in the next five seconds it, it might take a day but still that still brings up a good point where like up until now like in a previous campaign if we go and fuck up like this one town in this continent and then we go somewhere else we're like yeah they don't know us here but like now <laughs> everyone's gonna know you our plausible deniability goes away but but a lot of stuff yes. is not necessarily interconnected like there's gonna be a lot of different databases and systems on which you may or may not Dep- exist right yeah i mean also that's the other thing where it's like it, it's not a news circuit on this one uh space station is not necessarily in communication with this other home planet. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. At some point, it all probably could get all pieced together, but like, it's not just like a Google search on the universe web. Right. So you are limited to your network. That's that, I like that. That does kind of help. There's probably bureaucracy to access other people's networks, but it's probably a pain in the ass to do. Well, it. but no, but there's a lot of, at least in like, traditional starfinder like there's a lot of stuff that doesn't connect to other groups that well like stuff yeah not- you have to be a diplomat yeah. from right, this country exactly. to get access to their internet <laughs> exactly that's what i was saying Sarah, right? yeah. yeah 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 no that's awesome don't worry i'll hack into it 
yeah, a lot of us are going to be hacked. And it all, it all depends excited. on, like, like what we want to add to it, too. Like, Starfinder leaves yeah. a lot open to be like, yeah, if you want a Twitter or a World Wide Web kind of thing, then there's probably a corporation that could have come up that runs that, but it's not intrinsic to their world. Yeah. And that you talked about corporations, which makes me think of like corrupt corporations and things like that. Like there's there's so much stuff that you don't get to like play with the classic Pathfinder. This is I'm I'm fucking hyped. I, I wanna get a Gatorade sponsorship for the side of our ship. <laughs> we can we can be like, guys, you wanna stop by the drive through in our ship? Like that's so awesome. We don't have to go sit down at a tavern. <laughs> My god, let's go to a drive in movie. So this is my favorite thing. We can we can kind of base it off of a lot of things, but the thing that I always go back to is Fifth Element. Like that is my we sci-fi know, in my head. We where know there's that's like, where you go. Do you guys think there's a delivery, <laughs> a food delivery service called Airlock Dash? Uh, nice. <laughs> there's probably now there's probably there is. Like that. If there's not, you have to invent it. So uh, hey, yo, Tetsu, give me a cheeseburger. It has an owl bear flying on a like strapped to a spaceship <gasps> yes! as the logo. It, the, it has an owl bear uh, with a picture Ball. of chicken nuggets. Yeah, no, no I, I, so I, I want one of them That's to be canon. called the Herenthal. The CEO is. <laughs> they don't. They don't know why. They just know that's the name of it. It's some the McDonald's name. of wherever we are is going to be like owl bear themed mm. and it's 100% going to be chicken nuggets like <laughs> this is an optional this nuggets. is happening I, I was yeah, raising canes but make it parental for all of our listeners out there these are all references back to uh, time has passed which brought us here and uh, yeah, if you have any questions whatsoever about, about why owl bears hold chicken nuggets and deliver them now feel free to go listen to the first season Rest Honestly, I want I want the let's call it Herenthals. Rest in pieces. And it like people just assume it's like named after like the person who founded it, but no, that person just for some reason was like this is the name. For sure. I I do think one of the questions that we wanted to hit on though was uh especially moving into a new system like this, like why did you guys slash girls pick a class? Like why did you pick the class that you're currently playing? Oh. <laughs> I was forced well, to. I was forced to pick a class. I had to take a class. <laughs> so I, had to well, I already, I already, I already kind of mentioned it, but but I just was really curious to see how they mix technology and magic. So I was really excited to kind of go and delve into a class that is literally meant for that. So we'll see. Yeah, I was torn between two classes for the longest time, operative and vanguard. But something about punching something so hard that its atoms break apart. Definitely has a nice ring to it, but <laughs> that sounds epic. That does sound awesome. Yeah, I I liked I liked uh, uh, having a control like a class that can control the battlefield and kind of insert itself into any kind of conflict. Not and, through and spells, kind of help though, right? Protect the gr- no, it's 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 all through basically. It can be punching, but it could be like pretty much any. Whether it's my fist or any objects, I just kind of extend this entropy field and pummel to bits uh, anybody trying to get in my way. So my class is is all about not only, you know, kind of using entropy to damage things, but also this class is built specifically with the intent to take damage. You want to be damaged and you want to be shot or hit or whatever. Hey, you yes. okay, man? Does that make you stronger, then? I'll never focus you. <laughs> <laughs> the eternal um, suffering of the tank. There's things that like you build in to make them pretty much have to. 
Hit me. Come on, hit me. Hit me. Hit me. <laughs> I want you to do it. But it, it, it reminds me. It reminds me of Black Panther armor. It's like you. The more you hit me, the more I'm gonna fuck you up at some point. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's actually a really good analogy. I like that. That's dope, guys. I really feel like we should stop hitting this guy. Let's just kill the jellyfish. All right. See you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I I let him by. <laughs> you just step aside. Yeah. yeah okay. That's the, totally the jellyfish and nobody else. <laughs> That's so weird. Kill jellyfish, your pants are stupid. Let's get him. I'm looking forward <laughs> yeah, to the I day can't. that when an enemy just ties his feet together to stop him from moving. <laughs> then he just starts hovering and I'm like, I told you. <laughs> you fool. You have unleashed my true form. Wait, if someone's light enough, how strong are your legs? Can can I ride on top of your head? Oh, um. I feel like that would be highly inappropriate. Well, I'm like I mean, I'm seven three feet, feet tall. tall. I'm a big fella. Maybe a light person could. You're great. Yeah, you, you could probably. Yeah, exactly. Like, I could totally do it. But anyway, as for, like, why I chose a mechanic, uh, I guess it's a good time to talk about Moat's existence. Out, light character, I was kind of stuck between a couple of classes. I was thinking, yeah, you know, I, I might want to play somebody that's kind of like a vanguard. Someone like, gets in the middle of it and just kind of controls the battlefield. And then I thought, I kind of want to play a sniper because that, that's always sounded fun. Yeah. But I don't know. It just Guns nothing really sh- spoke very well. <laughs> yeah. I was thought about being the monkey race uh, and I could have uh, a gun in my prehensile tail. But I found out that race has low dexterity for being the uh, s- monkey for type being race. A monkey? It's so I dumb. With that. I, don't, I hate it. It's so dumb. <laughs> so, some <laughs> anyway, of the statistics are weird. They it's are. very strange. I don't like it. <laughs> But yeah, no, I decided to go with mechanic because they are more so of an intelligence-based class and have like a lot of, I guess, flexibility with what they can do in a world of sci-fi. And I've never really played like a creator type class. I always do like, I've done a lot of caster play and I've done a couple of like melee fighters and I kind of want to do something different. And I haven't really played an intelligence class, so we'll see how well this goes. I'm curious, like, how, because mechanic is is very much, like, skilled, so, like, into mechanic science, like, the hardware of things. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to, like, technomancy and the mix of, like, mechanic and science and things like that with magic, like, for hacking, like, is it, where do those skills lies and, like, where your uh, skills and mine overlap right. in that sense? Like, right. I, I want to know how... Starfinder handles that, which I haven't gone into yet, but I'm excited to yeah, find out. There are distinct if- rules for all of it, and I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. I I recently delved a touch into um, spacewalking rules, and that's crazy. And there, man, <laughs> Pathfinder, like, uh, Paizo did not disappoint with this game and the fact that they always have a rule for everything. And, like, even spacewalking, it's like, to push off of an object, you do this. This is what happens to the object. This is what happens to you. To do to stop moving in space, you do this. Like this is how you do it. It's very very detailed. <laughs> <That> sounds horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> horrifying and exciting. Like in the end, this is absolutely like our first delve into Starfinder. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of learning along the way. But I'm excited to learn as we go and kind of share that with the audience. If anybody like also hasn't played it, and I think that'll be like a fun. A fun voyage together. Heck yeah. We'll go over all of the rules and then still get them wrong. Yep. <laughs> As we usually do. Welcome to Waffle Making mm-hmm. Syrup. Yeah. So it's, is anybody else in the, like, teching area? 
is because you're a biohacker, Varso, right? But that's not. I picked it because the name's freaking cool for one. But also, it's not really <laughs> at all actual hacking. It's not like bio and hacking, just biohacking. Which like, <laughs> it, it it's really cool because I really love like the idea of like bioengineered, you know, technology or like cybernetics and that sort of thing. So I, and yeah. it's a really cool subclass because it's pretty much just about injecting people with stuff to give like debuffs or buffs. But you pretty much just shooting them with giant needle guns and then like scrambling their genes or something, which is freaking cool. You're, so that's you're that one character from Overwatch. Oh yeah, Egyptian. Yeah, Anna. Uh, this wow. is this is my favorite sentence to explain a biohacker. Either way, you use your knowledge of several fields of scientific study to aid your allies, whether in the thick of battle or in crafting a perfect plan. And that, that's basically the biohacker okay. in in a nutshell. In the thick of battle, be getting shot with syringes and and or prior. But what about if our biohacker's a dummy? But I'm not. Uh, Dr. Len's a genius. He has a doctor degree of something in pharmaceuticals. He definitely so. says a doctor he has degree? a doctor degree. A doctor degree. <laughs> Don't look at Varsov the fact that it's not printed out of crayon. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a doctor. <laughs> it says so on my exactly. doctor degree. He has the word doctor written like 16 times, the number of legs, times, and crayon on a piece of paper. We haven't even started this campaign, and I am getting all the merch ideas, which is, <laughs> yes. Buy a new Dr. Len plushie. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love, like, if it had a Build-A-Bear thing where you squeezed it and it had a voice line in it, that'd be great. I'm a doctor, <laughs> I swear. I'm a jellyfish with a god. Imagine squeezing a moat plushie and just a different face pops up every time. Oh, it had a little LED screen, oh. like one of those oh, things that you get at like uh, amusement parks. I want. They have to be like recalled for, for all electrocuting kids or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that fits that oh, tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Built in taser function. Or, or, or lewd symbols, right? It'd be like, Mommy, what does <laughs> yeah. this mean? Yeah. It looks like I it's like a wall plan on my screen. <laughs> Exactly. An eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> emojis. Uh, no, oh I do. I do kind of want a uh, a Doctor Lin like face mask. You just get a jellyfish and you just put the jellyfish over your nose and the legs tied oh, behind no. your ears. You got, a, you got a face mask. Oh my god. No. I was more just thinking of a. I, I guess I'm not thinking outside the box enough. I was just thinking of a T-shirt that was like a jellyfish outline with a uh, "Hello, my name is" like sticker on the <laughs> on the top of it saying, "I'm a doctor." <laughs> yes, I am a doctor. <laughs> Scribbles. Exactly. <laughs> I want an Aizen oh. Tosha uh, touring T-shirt, like like one of those muscle shirts that you see from like metal concerts in like the Rush. <laughs> oh yes! Uh, yes, that's what I want. I, I'm down. I I this know exactly epic. what um, my item would be, but I can't say it until after first session because I've got a art. <laughs> I've got a little gimmicky thing that I think will be fun in mind uh, once we get to creating the characters. He, wa he wants Kung Fu Grip on a toy. That's all he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an entertainer. Like, uh, Vumi is uh, an entertainer of a sort. And so I can just imagine that, like, Aizen and my uh, t-shirts are both, like, concert ones. But, like, mine's like an opera. And his is a rock metal concert. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are going to make the best band. Yeah. Yes. I'm ready. Yes. I would say yes. Tetsu is definitely a a person who he is not a very loud person, but he definitely listens to very loud rock and roll, angry music. Even though that 
With shimmering music. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> shimmering music, yeah. Wait, wait, so who who hasn't talked about their class I yet? Haven't, uh, I haven't, I don't think. Mystic, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what, what do you play? So I'm playing possibly the simplest of all the classes, the soldier. Um, most of the time, I play crafters or casters, so I decided to do something different because I've had this character in my head for maybe, gosh, 10 years now? Some oh, sort wow. of, like, lightning plasma-based swordsman uh, straight out of a, a samurai anime from the early 90s. And I've had this guy on the shelf for that long because no game has really ever fit that style. And then I saw the Shimreen, and I was like, now is the time. This is this is my time. <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> and we actually worked on uh, a... You, you're the soldier, right? So we worked on like a soldier uh, homebrew together. Mm-hmm. Uh, a special samurai subclass that will be quite fun. Ooh. I'm excited to see all this, all the homebrew content that you all are building into this, especially not having played Starfinder before. <laughs> right? so. We're absolutely <laughs> shooting back homebrew. If if the uh, the one thing I can say about it, while it might not be might not be perfect for the Starfinder world, it will be balanced. So <laughs> that's yeah, the, that's the one thing I can trust. say about it. Yeah, I trust in you, Waffles. I know you're really, really good at, at that type of stuff, so I'm excited to see it. And makes us special that no one else has, so ha ha. Also, it's <laughs> supremely anime, so anyone who enjoys that like I, I do will enjoy this a great deal. A uh, big surprise. It kind of goes hand in hand with you, Mystic. Like, if you're here, it's gonna be anime. <laughs> Look, I have a brand. If I don't follow my I gotta brand... keep the brands. 100%. If you enjoy your class, then it makes a good story. So we're good. There you go. Yeah. All right. I mean, so yeah, that was just a taste of what you guys are going to get. Um, thank you for joining us around the breakfast table. Um, we do hope that you will check out episode one of Journeys Adrift. Uh, this is going to be super exciting. We are all clearly very excited to delve into Starfinder and we hope you will journey along with us. Haha, <laughs> I made a pun. And <laughs> um, we, will, we will see you there. As always, if you have any questions for us, we are here. We have a Discord community that we are more than happy to hang out with y'all and chat. Um, and you can catch us on Twitter at WafflesMaple, Instagram at WMSPod, and and we'll see you guys around. Heck yeah. Also, Thanks bye for bye. joining us. Bye. Bye bye. Bye.